Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. All right, posting your jobs can be a frustrating exercise, especially when you receive little to no response. Or worse yet, when you receive an onslaught of unqualified applicants. So today is all about how and where to post your jobs to attract the right people. So we're going to geek out on advertising and teach you the right way to utilize postings in your recruitment strategy. Today's code is advertising is an environmental striptease for a world of abundance. Any idea who said that, Kelly? <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. It's Marshall McLuhan. Apparently, he's a Canadian philosopher. Okay. Well, we shall I didn't know who to, he was either. We should look up Marshall after this podcast. You know, we're going to do that. I'm Rick Gerard. Welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to help entrepreneurs and business leaders avoid costly hiring mistakes by identifying a specific problem and providing proven tactical solutions to help your company win the right hire. We share insights from top performing rebel entrepreneurs, disruptors, and industry experts like our guest today, Mr. Kelly Robinson. Kelly is the CEO of Red Dot Media. He's been in the staffing and recruitment tech industry for a long time, just like me. Red Dot Media is actually a recruitment ad agency with a particular skill in programmatic advertising and helping companies socialize their jobs with their pager platform. Prior to Red Dot Media, Kelly founded Broadbean in 2001, which he sold to DMGT in 2008. He launched in the U.S. in 2009, and he led the strategic acquisition by CareerBuilder in 2014. That's a nice go. Thank you. You must be proud of that, which makes Kelly the perfect expert for today's topic. Kelly, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Thank you very much. All right. Great Thanks to have you. So today we're going to cover a few things. We're going to cover why your job postings fail. We're going to talk about different ways to advertise. And then we're going to talk about steps to take to implement a programmatic job advertising initiative into your search for talent. Yep. Sound good? Yep. Sounds good to me. So let's start with the obvious question, which would be, why do job postings fail? Well, I think they fail for a number of reasons. I think the first thing is, I like to use the word job advert rather than job posting, because I think we as recruiters or people in the talent acquisition space need to focus on that this is actually an advert. This is a, a commercial. It's a reason why somebody should effectively think about quitting their job and going work for this company. Mm -hmm. And we've got lazy. Pre-internet, when recruitment advertising was column inches in the press, it was expensive. And we spent time thinking about what we wanted to write because there was a limited space and what we could say to get somebody to pick up the phone and come talk to us about a job. Now what we do is we take a job description, which is is typically from your applicant tracking system or from HR, and it's or from two somebody pages else's long. Website. Uh, yeah, exactly, and it, <laughs> and it's a sterile list of skills and duties and responsibilities with no real passion or ex explanation as to why somebody go and work there. And we post that on the internet, and then we go, well, all the people that apply are, uh, are not particularly relevant. So let's start with that. Let's put some care and attention into what we're actually sending out into the world, what we're asking people for. So I think. You know, they fail for numerous reasons, but let's start with that. Let's think about what is this company that we're representing or we're hiring for, and why should somebody go and work for this company? So let's start with that. So it's the messaging. Yep. Okay, so the messaging bad. What else is wrong? For me, there's like four or five key things, right? So the first thing is to start with the job title. You go into any... Does job title really matter? Sometimes it's, it does, sometimes it doesn't. I think it does because it's the headline. 
it's the headline that gets you to the person to click on the job, right? If I'm looking at a page of jobs and they all say driver or Java engineer or, you know, salesperson, right? And then there's one that says, I'm looking for an amazing platform engineer required. It's a hook. I want to attract It's a better people. hook than Java engineer. Exactly. Right? But yeah. you know what? We don't do or it. Or driver. We just don't do it. There's just not enough people trying to be creative with their job titles. So let's start with that. Let's be creative. Let's think about something that might get people's interest to actually view the job. So you're talking about marketing then, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. So are you saying that us, when we're doing recruiting, we should market? I think if you spend some time and get good at writing job adverts, it's the simplest and purest version of digital recruitment there is, right? Yeah. It's, it's actually magic. I write something, I pay a few bucks, it goes on the internet, and anything from five to 200 people say, I might be interested in that. Could we have a conversation? And I want to talk more about the, I might be interested in that. Could we have a conversation at some point as sure. we go through this? But because I think that's really about how you get the best out of your job ever. But let's start with that. Let's think about the job title. Let's be creative. I've seen some great ones. I've got some examples that we can okay, put in the so show notes. Like content, right? Like really content's key here. Yes. But besides content, let's say you have good content and I'm putting something out there. Not talking about where to post, but really like, how do you post it to where you're gaining maximum effectiveness? So I think that I think that varies very much dependent on the type of job. So you know, if you I mean, look, does pray and pray work? I think if you look at the num the traffic numbers, then you get a good idea of where to look. So let's think about December. I'll just I'll just pick December. Okay. So you got, and by the way, people always say, "Oh, job boards are dead." Right. So let's think about this for a minute. Indeed, four hundred and fifteen million visitors in December. Zip recruiters in the sixty five million range. Then you come down to the more kind of traditional brands, the career builders and monsters and you know talents and so forth, right? They're in the ten to twelve million range. So so already just off those, there's half a billion people visited job sites in December. How many of them are applying now? The numbers on that are hard to yeah. I mean, I can't give you specifics yeah. on that now, but but lots. What I can tell you I would imagine there's a lot of frustrated people in December over the holidays who are thinking, mm, yeah, it might be a good time to see what's out there. Right, but how many of them are responding? So I'm not going to go into too much specifics, but what I can tell you, in my previous life at Broadbean, obviously I run a company that was the largest job distribution company in the world. So to put that into context, mm -hmm. we used to post a job about every second, about 40 million jobs a year, right? And we would do that in 180 countries for 5,000 customers. Now, we would handle anything up to 20 million applications a month. So that gives you some idea on the volume numbers. Half a million visitors to job boards in December. So, you know, when people say to me, job boards are dead. No, I don't think so. Half a million people are going there. People are applying. But you know what? They're also in the same content. They're also in the same type of job. That's frustrating. So the question you asked me is, where would I post my jobs? And I think it really depends on the job you're looking for. So, you know. No, how do I post my jobs? Or how do you post yeah, your jobs? More importantly. Yeah. I mean, you look at, you can, you can figure out which site to do it. And this is going to be a commercial for where to post it, but more of a, how do I go about identifying what are the best avenues to do it? Mm -hmm. You know, there's different ways to post, right? I guess I learned a different way from you, which is what you guys do, but I could just basically buy a job spot and post it, mm -hmm. right? And then just that's brand pray, right? That's just hoping that somebody responds to that. So I think if you're doing this on a one-off basis and you just want a rough idea of where you think you should post your jobs, I would always start with a Google search. Okay. If, there's plenty of data out there about who's, and numbers as to, and a quick Google search will tell you, you know, certain job boards have got a pension or a, or, a, or a specific niche that they work in. So we know Dice, for example, is always historically known as a, a tech, tech board. play, yeah. right? We know Indeed started off doing everything. And there are various, you know, various companies around. You can't go anywhere nowadays. You can't listen to any podcast 
probably even including this one, without an ad for Zip Recruiter. So you <laughs> no. know if you're looking for somebody that's a little hard to find or you're looking for somebody in a local market, Zip are on every radio show. They're on, you know, they're on every podcast. Yeah. Presumably on this one at some point as well. No, right? no, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> currently. <laughs> and, no, they're and, not. And so, you know, you, you, you get an idea of where to post based on that. But, but if you run a Google search, yeah, we'll get some really good ideas of what job boards are good for certain things. So outside of a, a job board, right, how else can I get my message out there? There's social. Mm -hmm. But again, I think that really goes back to the content that you're writing. It's not about, hey, it's, here's what we're looking for. It's more about, hey, look at, here's what we can give you. Right, so I think social is a great way to promote your jobs. So whether that's, you know, sharing it to your LinkedIn profile, whether it's posting something to Instagram, whether it's sending something out to Facebook, wh wherever, you know, making a video on TikTok, I, it doesn't really matter. The point yeah. is, is that, but it's the quality of the content. What we see way too much in the talent field is people writing a status update that says, hey, I'm looking for one of these, click on this link, and it takes you to some boring form. Yeah. And the interaction. Yeah, and have you fill out an application, right? And the interaction with that is like negligible. Nobody, nobody's interested, right? So, so the people that work are the ones that have been a bit creative. So I've seen some really interesting things recently, particularly on Instagram, where people have like taken a picture of the team and it's been a funny photograph and it might be for a bar. And it's like, hey, come join us. Now, now it only takes the group of people that work there to share that. And all of a sudden, the aggregate number of people that are going to see that posting. And if it's funny or amusing or creative or interesting, you do this strange thing on social. We do this strange thing on social where we go at and we add Rick. And then you open your phone and you go, oh, I've been, somebody's asked me to look at this. So you, then you see it. Then you think it's funny. And so there is this sort of expansion effect if you, if you put the time and energy into it. The problem with a lot of people in the talent acquisition phase is they just see it as an admin chore. They don't really put any time and attention. That's not everybody. There are some people that do this amazingly well, but they're in the small minority. So let's talk about programmatic advertising. What is it? Programmatic advertising. So it's got a number of descriptions of sales points. Let's just break it down for everybody. Realistically, it's a different way of charging for a job posting. So it's a paper performance? It's a paper performance. Model? And there's different layers of that. So let's, you know, we are used to paying for a job posting and we're essentially paying for a duration. It's one job for seven days or 30 days or whatever it is. And that's it, whether it works or not. A programmatic advert is here is a job and I am buying views on that job at this rate. And you've got complete flexibility. So you're no longer paying for duration. Do you have the ability to target the people who Absolute, see that? Absolutely. Oh. You, you target it. So if anyone's ever done any sort of Google AdWords type advertising, you're going to target in the same fashion. You're bidding you're putting the bid in to place your ad at the top of the list, essentially. So you'll compete with other people. And then you can target for certain demographics. You can target certain locations. You can target for certain skill sets and your advert will be pushed out there. But the one-on-one -on -one thing for me is total flexibility of what you want to spend on the job, how long you want to spend on it, when you stop spending on it, and that's a sliding scale. So for example, I know if I've had 10 people apply for my job, I'm probably going to maybe interview two of those and hire one or interview three and hire one, I might stop spending it. I could leave it running if I chose to, but it gives you complete flexibility. Now for me, programmatic is great for companies that are doing a lot of hiring or for staffing companies that it's their lifeblood to generate candidate responses to talk to people. So they need a pretty high volume of candidate flow. I mean, you don't need to, but it's probably not worth the investment to set up for the odd job. You're better off going down the traditional. No, job but if it's group. a key hire, it would make sense to me that you would probably want to like just target certain individuals and make sure they see your messaging. 
Right, but if it's is if it it's just a, not cost effective that way? I, I don't think it is. Okay, I, I, th- I think if you place a a key hire job onto a traditional job board, you know your LinkedIn or your Monsters or your Career Builders or or wherever, then you're, you're not gonna, gonna get much. You well, you do you not think so? Your experience is you don't get much. I I mean I'm at the executive level, so I don't see too many people responding. But I know I haven't posted on job boards in a long time. So if you look at the Glassdoor survey, the average number of responses if you aggregate the jobs over last year was 250 responses per job. Okay. Right. So it's again, it comes down to I think the capability to attract somebody when you write the job. So is this not something that would really be viable for, say, an entrepreneur who's you know just got funding and they've got you know, maybe 10 to 20 recs they need to fill pretty quickly. Absolutely perfect for that. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely perfect for okay. that. Because what you can do is you can take your 10 to 15 jobs. You can push that those jobs out to a programmatic provider or an agency or whoever you're working with to do that. And then you can slide your bids accordingly, for which is the most important thing. This isn't something you can do directly with the various job boards, though, right? You would go to a programmatic provider. Okay. And you would do it via one of those. So whether that's a, you know, a Jovio, a Clickcast, an Appcast, a Pringo, you know, one of these platforms. And we can put them in the show notes, if you like, a list of them. Okay. Um, but you can put your jobs in there and you can push them out. And particularly if you're a startup and using that example, you're looking to hire 10 or 15 people. One of the nice things about programmatic is you can, you can specifically bid on a particular job. So typically, when you if you put, say, 10 jobs into a pay-per-click campaign, your money normally gets spent on the easy-to-fill jobs. Sure. When you're getting into the programmatic level, you can dial the bid down on the easy-to-fill jobs and increase it on the more difficult ones. So essentially, it's like going out to the marketplace of a bullhorn and saying, I am buying applications for driver jobs for 60 cents a view. Whereas, you know, maybe another job that's perhaps easy to fill, you might say, well, I'm actually only paying 20 cents on this one. So you're only paying for the results of the views. Yeah. And there I are some like companies that. that will charge you not on views, but just on the application. Now, that's a much higher rate. They will maybe charge you somewhere between 10 to $50 per application. So you're not paying to post your job. You're not paying every time somebody looks at your job. You're only paying when somebody actually completes the application form. Oof. And I don't like that word, by the way. I don't like the word application form. We've I don't, I don't either. And I don't, like the, I don't like the word job posting either, but I think that's what most people put up. All right, you're listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm Rick Girard. For our podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick educational moment for our sponsors. Check out what we do at stridesearch.com. There you'll find additional resources and information and how you can book me to speak at your next meeting or conference. Our guest today is Kelly Robinson. He's the CEO of Red Dot Media. And we're talking about, well, we're talking about how to post jobs and specifically programmatic job advertising because I think a lot of people just don't know that this even exists. And I think I think people that are doing high volume hiring have been reading and hearing more about it. It's sure. now starting to filter down to everyone. Is it a hot buzzword yeah, in the recruiting I, I, industry right now? I think so. And you know, and I want to dispel the myth because there's a lot of sales blurb out there about programmatic. Right. The yeah. reality is, is that if you're a high volume or you run an agency, it you should be investigating it for sure because it's cost effective. It's going to expand your reach. It's great for your brand. You could be highly targeted. So you absolutely want to look at it for that. If you're hiring one person every couple of months then you're better off finding the right job board partners to do that. I am a massive advocate and believer that job posting is a, or posting a job advert is a simple and incredibly effective way to attract people that are interested in potentially working for your company. And I think where a lot of people go wrong, and you mentioned it yourself, is you get no applications. Right, so let's start with writing the correct job, being a little creative, thinking about, what is somebody looking for? What questions do they want answered when they see a job? Being specific about what do you need 
to be considered for this role. Not just the list of skills, but this is what you're going to be doing for this company. And this is what we need in order you to do that. And then when somebody applies... So we're talking about really the first step and in, in before you even go to post an ad right now. Yeah. You know, I know what people want. They want to know what's in it for them. How are you going to fix their current problem? Because most people are already in jobs. Right. You know, according to Gallup, they're pretty dissatisfied. What, 70% of workers right now are dissatisfied in their current roles? Something like that. I, I didn't get the newest Gallup statistics. Have you checked that out yet? No. But I mean... Still, you, you have a really high job dissatisfaction rate. Right. So you got to be something better than what they already have. But the other thing is companies are doing a really good job of keeping people busy. Yep. So they don't have time to look for anything right now. Right. So you got to catch them in those off times. But I mean, for anyone who's been involved in sourcing, and I know you are, and I'm sure there's many people that are listening that are involved in the talent acquisition or recruitment field. Sourcing is time consuming and it's harder and harder to get people to engage with your messaging and to, you know, and, and certainly to take a phone call. Sure. Right. So the way I look at job advertising is I'm going out there and I'm posting a reason why somebody should come work for the company. But then when I get an apply or somebody says they're interested, I'm looking at that as just an expression of interest. This is not an application. It's purely an expression of interest. And that expression of interest to me is, hey, I've read the job description or I've read the job advert. I'd be quite interested in the conversation. And I think one of the things that we need to do is to stop thinking about it as this person's applied for this job. It's this person's actually said, you can have a conversation with me. And as recruitment people that are sourcing, isn't that what we want? We want to have a conversation with people? Well, even as, yeah, we do, we should, but we don't. Most people, <laughs> I mean, most recruiters like to just kind of text and and deal with others via messaging, right? I mean, but it, more importantly, if you're an executive, you don't want to be just like everybody else and do the same thing as well. You don't want to just message them. You want to have a conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the messaging is a precursor to a conversation. I don't know of any hiring that's done or, or very minimal that's done without some sort of conversation during the process. Oh, yeah, 100%. You have to have a conversation. I mean, there, you know, there are extremes and there are certain jobs where they just hire everybody and I get that. But, but generally, there's a conversation that takes place. And the way I see job advertising is it should be part of your strategy particularly if you're hiring a lot of people, it should absolutely be part of your strategy. The job advert goes out there. Some people come and say, hey, we're interested. It's just an expression of interest. It's just a reason to have a conversation. And then we talk to that person to see if they're relevant. Now, if you get that job advert right, and you're very specific around what you need to do the job, you're not going to get a load of wasted applications. You know, the mindset that you're talking about really is something that I think everybody should really been into is that they're not applicants anymore. Nope. Are there really applicants? I think there are really people who are just, you've piqued their interest. Exactly. So treat them that way. Right, Because exactly. quite frankly, nobody wants to be treated like an applicant. And they're treated differently in most companies. Completely right. I'm yeah. a, they're constantly talking about this. Yeah. Right? The fact that we still, you know, if, if you want to burn a few calories, right, just stop and go and apply for like 10 jobs this week. <laughs> it's a miserable experience. Let me tell you what's a miserable oh, totally. experience. We've taken what was an old-fashioned 1980s approach to applying for a job, you know, the, the four-page application form, and we've just stuck it online. And nobody wants to do that anymore. Nobody's interested. No. Nope. They want to go, you know what? I quite like that job. Can you talk to me about it? Or can I ask a few questions about it? And, and engage with somebody. And maybe it's the right role, maybe it's not. So, you know, when we talk about job postings, for me, it's a, this is a commercial for potentially working for this company and potentially doing this job. If you're interested, let me know. Let's, let's have a conversation. Or let's in, let, let me at least answer your questions. Why is it important to have these conversations? So f for me, what do you want to do, right? I don't want somebody to apply for the job. I don't want to try and talk somebody into taking a job. 
our role in the recruitment world is to speak with somebody and figure out if the right thing for them is to quit their job and come and work for my company or my client, right? Sure. So we're just clearing a path for the candidate and the customer or the candidate and the client or the candidate and job to come together. That's all we do. The candidate is the customer, really. If you think about it, if you're trying to hire somebody, that's your customer. Yep. You should give excellent customer service. Absolutely. And nobody, I'm so with you 100%. I've had, I get a call a week, probably, at least somebody's just going, hey, can I pick your brain for a minute? What's the best way for me to get an interview at this company I'm trying to get into? My first response is, don't respond back to the job website. Don't fill out their application. Find out who's going to be your hiring manager and go to that person first. And that's a beautiful example. Yeah. If you look at some of the recent stats on LinkedIn, it says 85% of people get their candidates through network, uh, sorry, get their jobs through networking. Right, which which when you dive into the data, and somebody once educated me that, you know, data is it depends on the lens you look through to to view the data. Now, the number actually eighty five when you looked at the underlying data was probably closer to forty to fifty percent. But how do those forty to fifty percent of people even know the job existed? They saw some job posting somewhere, yeah. and then they reach out to you, or they reach out to somebody else, and they network their way. There's an aggregate benefit for running a job advert that people just don't take, or they try and dismiss. So very but true. it brings it to people's attention and then they start the process. Yep, absolutely. And why do they start the process? Because they want to avoid that 10-page application form. Yeah, and as soon as you put that hurdle there, they're gone. So as always, this show goes by really fast. What would be a few key takeaways that you'd want to give the audience with that can help them, that we can, they can plug into their business today? So there's a quote I, as soon as you started with your Canadian philosopher, <laughs> um, there's a quote that I like, which is the genius of and versus the tyranny of or. So it's job posting is not a, I'm going to do this or this. It's just an and. It's just part of it. I'm going to do this and this and Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Um, so it's an add-on. Exactly. So it's not the holy grail, but it is something that you have to do. Absolutely. Okay. Get better at writing job adverts. Make an effort. Be creative. Try different things. Do something interesting. See what works. A, B, test. Make it a skill that you become proud of. If you get really good at this and your role in hiring people is to write a job description and three perfect people turn up, how much easier is your life? You know, what's interesting is I started doing this a few years ago where I just team up with somebody in marketing who's a content writer and I'd let, I'd work with them and have them help me write the content. Absolutely. Because quite frankly, like it's marketing content. Exactly. And then a couple of other points. I think when somebody responds to that job advert, think of it as they've just given me permission to talk to them. They're not necessarily applying, but they've given me permission. I mean, they are applying, but they've given me permission to talk to them. We've got to figure out if it's the right job. And you know this as well as I do. The one thing that candidates are really frustrated with, or our customers are really frustrated with, is I apply for a job and I never hear anything. Yeah. That black hole syndrome. Let's fix that, please. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't take that much to pick up the phone and call somebody. You exactly. know what's interesting that comes out of a lot of those conversations is that if you have the right conversation with that person, you can determine whether or not they're a fit. Yep. And you can mutually do that and give them closure if they're not, but you can ask for referrals. Exactly. Boom. Yeah. They're good. That gets you to your 85%. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, and also you, you speak to that person, but if they're not the right person, maybe they sit next to the person who is the right person and you can have the conversation. Mm -hmm. And also exactly. they make the referral. I mean, whole chunk of jobs get filled by referrals, right? So it happens all the time. Absolutely. All right. Well, shoot, we're just about out of time for today's show. Kelly, thanks so fun. much for your time investment today. And Thank I want you. to welcome you to the Higher Power Radio community. Now, what would be the best way that members of our community or people who are watching on the LinkedIn live stream could find you? So LinkedIn at uh, Kelly J. Robinson or Twitter, which is where I'm at most of my time. 
also at Kelly J. Robinson. Perfect. And you want to give your URL for your company? Yeah, so it's red.media.co. Red.media.co. Any questions, if anybody wants to find out any more, I know know we're going to do some show notes and takeouts, but you can uh, drop me a note and uh, I will answer. I actually, and as you know, because I've told you this, I do respond to every single LinkedIn message and direct message I know, you're a much better person than I am because I don't. (laughs) That's because I used to be a salesperson for many years. I was too. I know, but so I feel sorry for them. So I respond to everybody, literally everybody. You're such a better person than me. I've got more friends in Indian outsourcing companies you could possibly imagine. Oh, I don't doubt that one bit. Well, I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in this week's episode of Power Your Power. Quick thanks to our team, our engineer Decker. Our producers, Andrea Ballin, Shanti Ryle, and Ayla Gerard, if you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, review, and share. We welcome your feedback. We love it. And, you know, we're just trying to make it better for you. So any ideas and content, please let us know as well. You can join the Higher Power Radio community at Higher, that's H-I-R-E, Power, P-O-W-E-R, Radio, R-A-D-I-O.com. Or you can drop me an email at rickatstridesearch.com. I promise I'll respond back to those. (laughs) (laughs) Great job. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tune in next week. Our guest is going to be Yves LaRussi. He is the CEO of Chexter. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power Radio. Catch our LinkedIn live show every Tuesday at noon or download the podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate you joining us on Higher Power Radio with your guide to recruitment success. Rick Gerard. 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 Gerard.